Welcome to Her Fantasy Football. We're going to go through each matchup to let you know who you should and shouldn't start for week 10. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Ashley Williams. And I'm Brandon Lee. And make sure you hop over to HerFantasyFootball.com to get our rankings. We do write-ups. We have a lot of fun over there. Also, follow us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. You can also get some information from us on ESPNW and on Facebook backslash Her Fantasy Football. It's going to be exciting. Week 10, we got another six teams on by. Get them out of your lineups. Houston Texans, Indianapolis Colts, Minnesota Vikings, New England Patriots, San Diego Chargers, and the Washington Redskins. Yes, it's going to be one crazy week. Yeah. Not so good. No. Not so good. Actually, I didn't want to rank any tight ends this week. None. They're terrible. It's true. Brand's like, do I have to rank them? And I'm like, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because you still have to play one, technically. Right. Right. It's bad. It gets gets crazy. I know. Uh, When you realize I'm going through my teams and the... I've got really good kickers on all of my teams, just so you know. It's pretty You really do. (laughs) (laughs) I've got all the top kickers. You say it's pretty exciting? It's pretty exciting. I mean, I didn't do any write-ups about them or anything, but it's, you know, it's nice to know. (laughs) When I do my write-ups, I always go to, like, two sections, like, defenses and kickers. I'm like, did anyone from my team do anything this week? Nope. And then I know I don't have to ever check those categories again for the rest of our write-ups. Be like, yep, inconsequential. Yeah. Inconsequential, I know. For my teams. Well, right. uh, this year it feels like you really have to play the matchups, though, for defense. There, there, there aren't any great defenses that you're like, ooh, I really need to hold on to them. Except for Detroit. Psh. Miami. Philadelphia is pretty decent. Miami, yeah. Who would have yeah. Miami? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, it is just kind of like this year of 2014. It's just up and down, boomer bust. I could literally write boomer bust for almost every single one of my players. Except for Jeremy Macklin. He's a boomer bust player. No, yeah, no. Well, I don't have Jeremy Macklin. <laughs> He's all boom, baby. I, I do have Mohamed Sanu on Thursday Night Football, which I'm pretty excited about. He's also pretty close to all boom. He, he is boom. boom. He's boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. I like this. We should do that. Who's a boom? You're a boom. <laughs> Who's a boom? Who's your boom? <laughs> Who's going to be your boom on Thursday night, guys? <laughs> well, yeah, we should have a boom. Let's do it. We're boom booming call it. out. Well, Antonio Brown is the ultimate boom, right? I think he's the boom of the year. That's he true. Is. He is. Boom, boom. I really enjoy him. There's some sort of boom, boom song, right? <laughs> or is that bang, bang? <laughs> Either way, Bang Bang's a song by <laughs> Jesse J. Oh yeah. Also, I think a little Sinatra school. action with Nancy Sinatra from Kill Bill. Oh, that's the best. The Nancy nice. Sinatra Bang Bang is the best. Yeah, with the Kill Bill one. Mm. Well, or Nancy mm. Sinatra. Yeah. Mm. It's so good. I'm giving my credit to her. Gosh, we're amazing. spending more time on Boomer Bus than we will on the Oakland Raiders. Well, is that. Makes sense, though. <laughs> it does. It does. It does. <laughs> oh, which, by the way, at the top, though, we should tell everyone, hey, check us out on SiriusXM on Friday morning. All three of us are going to be on the Fantasy Station on SiriusXM. 
And then also on Sunday, we are going to be on the Fantasy Zone, all three of us. All three ladies are going to be in New York at the same time. It's pretty crazy. That's why we're so tired, and this is going to be a really fun show. (laughs) It's going to be awesome. We have this cool trip coming up. Can I say something? Because I just... I keep smirking, and I have to just say it, because otherwise I'm just going to keep chuckling to myself this show. So, <laughs> you know we're saying? We should have a segment, who's going to boom on you this week? <laughs> Shut up. No. <laughs> no. Stop. Stop. I know. I didn't say it. it. I didn't we say it. it. We got you know it. where we I'm going it. with this. But you did say it. You just said and it I now. Can't... No, I'm saying the boom, who's going to boom on you this week's not bad. I'm saying you have to always do the, the boom and bust combo. Oh. Think about it. Got Cordy it. got it. She's losing who's it. Gonna, who's going to bust a boom on you this weekend, Ashley? I'm just saying. Uh, we've got the Kansas City Chiefs at the Buffalo Bills. Chiefs. Yeah. This will be short. Jamal Charles. He's the man. He's like literally the man... In Kansas City, the offense runs through Jamal Charles. Yes. See what I did there? Mm-hmm. See what I did? Run. I'm on, I'm on fire today, guys. Boom. <laughs> You're yeah. a boom this week, actually. Yeah. I am yep. a boom this week. Brandon is so mortified by me. It's my favorite part of the show. That's <laughs> when I can sit there and really, truly offend Brandon. It's my favorite. It's, wow. it's my favorite. But anyway, so the Bills are pretty tough against the run, but historically Charles has done pretty well. He's averaged 6.4 yards per carry against them. And his hot streak the past three weeks should be having you feel extra good. Not that you really need any extra confidence because it's Mm. Jamal Charles, people. You're playing him. Travis Kelsey also is a must-start for me this week. He was the seventh highest scoring touchdown, sorry, tight end, excuse me, last week and is the ninth overall. Uh, that might be kind of a surprise to you, but he actually has scored more points than Larry Donnell, Owen Daniels, and Zach Ertz, which I think is actually a little bit surprising with how much hype some of these guys have had throughout the season. But Kelsey is the main target. Not when you hear about my Zach Ertz hype. <laughs> Ooh, Brandon getting real on Zach Ertz today? I hope so. I hope so. But uh, get real with Kelsey, guys. Get him in. Get him in your lineup. He's targeted in the end zone, and he is targeted the most of all the receivers. Yeah, so gotta love him for your tight end. Got calls Dwayne Bow. I am even shocked that I am mentioning him because he's like one of those like forgotten names in the wide receiver one world that he, it just has been like long gone. But you know what? He has a little bit of upside for wide receiver three, not wide receiver two. I'll make that very clear. But a wide receiver three. He's only owned in fifty two percent of leagues, so he might be out there for the taking. Um. And the Bills are only decent um, are only decent at stopping the passing attack, so there's a chance, you know, I mean, he had 8 points, 6 points, and 5 points. He's not doing terrible, um, and everyone is all hyped up on the Chiefs right now. So there's some upside if you need something. Again, I repeat, only for a wide receiver 3 option, not wide receiver 2. Bench, you're bench everybody else. The Buffalo Bills are so much better than people give them credit for, and I'm very excited for them, and... Uh, on that note, no one's a flame if you got him because Kansas City's awesome at defense. <laughs> so, <laughs> way to talk him up, oh, Brandon. Like However, everyone is a gut call that you probably will have to play, and I'm going to start with our man, Sammy Watkins. Watkins. Sammy. Oh my gosh! So we just—I just picked okay. my mother-in-law up today, and. My girls immediately, when she got in the car, was like, Nana, Nana, 
you want to hear our Sammy Watkins? It's like, that's what we do. That's, I mean, we, they need Buffalo Bills jerseys. I'm serious, you guys. Christmas I was present. thinking about getting that for them for their birthday. birthday. I'm sure that they Nana. They need a Watkins jersey. Oh, that's a good idea. They love Badly. them. They love them. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, bad news. He left Wednesday's practice with a groin injury. Ooh. <gasps> oh. Yeah. He that's was officially bad. in the must-start no matter what matchup category. Um, probably still is, but just putting that out there. His last two games have been by far his best, both over 120 y- yards, and he scored two touchdowns in week um, – I'm sorry, I'm, like, losing it. He scored two touchdowns and then one touchdown, although it would have been two touchdowns had he not celebrated before getting into the end zone and getting caught at the last minute. So embarrassing. Rookie mistake. Yeah, that's what I wrote. Um, I'm just happy that they kept throwing him the ball because I thought for sure they were going to stop throwing him the ball after that. I know. It's Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. However, lesson learned. The Chiefs give up the ninth fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. So that plus the injury, you know, anyway, it is what it is. Um, Anthony Booby Dixon and Bryce Brown. I can't believe they put Booby Dixon on Yahoo. Am I the only one who just thinks that's so bizarre? So his name's not, his first name's not Booby? It's Anthony. Oh, my God. Well, he should go by Booby. <laughs> so, I want... I had a... Why, why is he called Booby? I don't know. It's his nickname? What <laughs> <laughs> grown man's nickname is Booby? Oh. Especially as a professional athlete that I'm guessing We're not never judgmental at all over here boobies. for fantasy football. No, I, I don't want to judge his nickname, but I'm a little, I'm a little I will jealous say, that that's his nickname. Yeah, well, I think it's an interesting editorial choice to put that down as his name. Like, why are they doing that? I don't. I blame him less. But anyway, um, Kansas City. There's some weird nicknames out there, though. <laughs> There's nothing weirder than Muscle Hamster. It's still the weirdest, and I love it. Um, Kansas City is even tougher against running backs, giving up the third fewest points, and um, they weren't good last week. Um, actually, I'm sorry, it was in week eight. They had a bye last week. Dixon was held to 44 yards off of 22 carries. Not impressive, but Bryce Brown only rushed 15, uh, for 15 yards off seven carries. Both are bad. Now, Fred Jackson returned to practice today. Hey. He may not play, but they did have a little Vine video. They're like, hey, Freddie's back. How does he look? And you can see him doing cuts. So that's really good. He's still wearing a knee brace, and he looked kind of slow, but he's still doing it. So he's Superman, whatever. Um, Kyle Orton, we have him ranked number 11 because it's a terrible week for bye weeks, people. However, he is averaging over 19 points per game in the last four weeks, which... um, is great. It's eighth in the league for quarterbacks. <laughs> so um, that's something. And then... Brandon already hates me this week, and I get it. But doesn't Kyle Orton just kind of, like, embody that look of, like, the 70s porn star? Oh, my God, yes. Yes. Tim yeah. and I were talking about that with his little... Uh, his little haircut world, like, or whatever, right? Oh, my gosh, it's the best. <laughs> it really is. I was like, wow. Do you think he does it on that... purpose? Is, 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 is it purposeful? Of course he does. I don't know. It's yes, definitely it's like the a neck choice. Beard. I'm into it. You're into it, huh? <laughs> well, I don't know if we went that far. I'm not into it. But I hope it was at least by choice. I hope he's rocking on purpose. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. 
<laughs> and uh, we love the Buffalo defense. Why? Because they're averaging 3.5 sacks and 1.5 interceptions per game. That's crazy. Uh, and then bench warmers, no one specifically, because you don't know who else is on this team. I dare you. Robert Woods is out. So it's not. <laughs> Robert Woods is out. Sad day. We got the Miami Dolphins at the Detroit Lions. This could actually be a really good game, guys. I'm pretty excited for this one. Oh, yeah. To be honest defense with you. Defense against defense. It's pretty cool. It is. It's like the top defenses going up against each other. Who I have as my play, if you got them, is the Miami defense. Here's the deal. You generally don't play a defense against the Lions because they're the Lions. And they're capable of big offense, right? But the Dolphins have been on fire. You know, like... Yeah. They, got, they scored 20 points against the Chargers. Give up the second fewest points to defenses. I mean, they, they embarrassed them. That they was an implosion. That was yeah, a Chargers them. implosion. It, it was sad. But they've had 46 points in the last two weeks. 46 points. That is crazy, like, Seattle Seahawks last season numbers. It's crazy town. You know, and so I'm loving on the Dolphins. Why not start them? They're the number one defense in the league right now. Why not play them? Um, I got calls are Miami wide receivers. And yes, I am lumping them all together. Because here's the deal. Mike Wallace owners were hoping this was not going to happen. You know, they were all nice and cozy and warm with Tannehill practically only throwing the ball to Wallace. But now he's starting to spread the wealth around a bit. You know, I mean, Landry's had two touchdowns in the last four weeks. Rashad Matthews has had two touchdowns in the last four weeks. I mean, Wallace has as well. But that was, like, not within the last most current two weeks and it's just been kind of rough since the bye week he's not been the same kind of productive player that he was before the bye and again it is because Tannehill is spreading the love around which is benefiting the Dolphins but it's not benefiting you if you're a Mike Wallace owner so I'm sorry um I'd maybe hold off and see if this tide will turn a little bit if you have the options I know it's tough for the bye week but it's a little rough out there uh, Lamar Miller, he's usually in my must-start category, but I've got him in my gut call section right now um, because he hurt his AC joint in his shoulder, which I think is going to make him a little bit less productive than usual. Um, and the Lions have a really tough line, so this could be a tough week for Lamar Miller. Let's see what their options are. My bench, I've got Charles Clay. Clay has been used more than usual recently, but I don't want that to tempt you into playing him this week. He's been on this really kind of hot and cold streak. He had 11 points, then 0 points, then 12 points. Do the math, people. It's going to be an off week. Especially for the fact that the Lions have a really tough secondary. So, assume this will be an off week for Clay. Moving on to the Lions. Playing if you got them. Surprise, surprise. Lions defense. Again, our defenses are only like must-starts here, which is sad but true. Uh, the Lions defense <laughs> is the highest scoring defense in the league, which makes them a must start, even against a hot Tannehill right now. And Tannehill's hot right now. He's he's playing well. Yeah. But again, you can't bench top defenses. You just don't. And they're so far above the rest of the pack that they're they're kind of ones that are matchup proof. So um, I got calls Joyke Bell for a combination of reasons he's in my gut call. First of all, he didn't play all that well in week eight. Uh, you know, against a less than tough Falcons team. So it wasn't like he's got a really great matchup and didn't do well. He just didn't do well. But then he scored 15, 11 points before that, which makes you kind of second-guess yourself. So you're like, uh, I don't know. But keep in mind, Reggie Bush is coming back this week, which means he's going to be splitting touches. Again, not great. And lastly, the Dolphins, they gave up the fewest yards per play in the NFL with only 4.7 yards. It's, it's not It's not great. 
Moving on to Calvin Johnson. It's been a long four weeks for Calvin Johnson owners out there, and we are sorry to tell you that this is maybe uh. not the best week to start him for his comeback week. So the issue here is that the Dolphins have only allowed a total of five touchdowns all season to wide receivers. Oh, man. Five. That's crazy. Crazy. So, that's crazy. So, you know, here's the thing. is just limit your expectations with Calvin Johnson. You're probably going to start him if you have him just because you're too excited about it. But you need to really think about it because it's going to be a really tough matchup. Likely same situation with Golden Tate. We don't know what kind of usage he's going to get because we've got Calvin Johnson coming back. So we're not really quite sure how they're going to spread that wealth. And, again... Very tough secondary with the Dolphins. Um, and then bench, Reggie Bush, because he's Reggie Bush. Did we ever start Reggie Bush? The answer is no. The answer is no. He's only had one touchdown all year, guys. Can't. Just when you think Calvin's going to boom, he busts all over you. It's not good. Oh, guys. It's not good. Yeah. We got the Dallas Cowboys and the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Dallas Cowboys playing if you got them. All right. DeMarco Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Arizona had uh, the Cowboys' number last week, let's all be honest. Yeah. Okay. So it still was awesome. It ended Murray's 100-yard streak. We get that, but it's Murray. You know, let's not be concerned. He's going to come back. It's Jacksonville. They give up the ninth most fantasy points to wide receiver or to running backs. We're going to play him. Now, Des Bryant, I still have him in the play if he got him. Totally understand that Des has been frustrating. Trust me, I own him too. It's It stinks, but it's the Jags, and he's a top receiver. We're going to start him. If Whedon is in yep. and you can't and you have somebody better to play, which I doubt that you'd have two or three wide receivers better than Des Bryant. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. And if you no, do, stop. then I want to sign up on your league right now. Right now. Call me up. I want to be on it next year for sure. So you're starting Des. You're going to start Jason Witten, too. Six fantasy points from a tight end is not bad, especially since it was Whedon. Um, Dan Bailey, number one ranked kicker. Hey. Uh, Dallas defense. Love them this yeah. week. It's the Jacksonville Jags. And I've got Tony Romo and got calls. And simply it's because he is listed as questionable for Sunday's game against Jacksonville. He's still suffering from his two fractures in his back. Dallas wants him back, obviously, after last week. Um, as a fantasy owner, I would prefer him to stay out so he can stay out next week on his bye and come back really healthy, but I have a feeling they're going to have him in. Even if they do have him in, he's injured, you guys, so you have to take that. You know, with all of the Cowboys this week, did you guys see the Twitter with the, with the Cowboys going to UK? No. Sure. So they each have a tagline, right? Plane? And it's oh. like Jacks in UK. And the Cowboys is Cowboys UK, which looks like Cowboys suck. Like it's what it looks <laughs> like on the Twitter handle that they've been going. And Twitter was like oh, all up man. about it. It was it was hilarious. That's good. It's a classic Cowboys move. Classic Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Classic. Just need to throw so a little good. in in there, but they didn't do that. Just Cowboys suck. Because that in London. <laughs> yeah. In London. Yeah, in London. <laughs> nope, just Cowboys suck, apparently. That's funny. <laughs> well, you got Terrence Williams. He's uh, a good call because he's definitely a boomer bus player. No obvious bench warmers, but if Romo doesn't play... They could all be downgraded a little bit. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. 
Whedon. <laughs> He's the man. <laughs> anyway. He's the man. He's the man. It's no Wharton. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars in London. <laughs> I'm going to do a terrible accent this whole time. No, I'm not. That was, you like, know, that I was thought it. about it, Brandon, um, uh, uh, driving down here, and I, I was like, I actually said it out loud, like trying to say like Des Bryant, and I was like, no, no, not gonna, not gonna try to attempt that. That's embarrassing. But I'm happy you are. Cheerio. Well, I've, cheerio. <laughs> I've sad news for you, ladies. Benedict Cumberbatch is engaged. Oh, it's official. I feel and bad he announced for you. It in the paper. They had this no, racy Facebook him. thing about Cumberbatch and uh, how Sherlock Holmes would do certain love scenes. And it was like softcore porn, essentially, but but not like everything was clean. But it but it was like I had Facebook like up in a up in a fit. I've, I've been saying it for years. I know Brandon's been a Cumberbatch uh, fan club member for Supporter. a while yes. now. I know what yeah. that face looks like. Anyway, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Let's talk about it. So. Dallas, fascinating defense, by the way. Um, they give up the 10th least points to quarterbacks, 12th least to running backs, 5th least to ru- wide receivers. But you know what? I don't care. Denard Robinson is your season saver. Congratulations if you got him. For three weeks in a row, he has been fantastic. Week 7, 127 yards and a touchdown. Week 8, 108 yards. And week 9, 94 yards and a touchdown. Fantastic. So keep playing him. Um, got calls. I'm putting all the wide receivers out there. So Allen Robinson had his worst game since week one where he didn't even catch a pass. Um, but since then, he's never been this bad, but he caught four passes for 35 yards. Look, he's going to bounce back. It's fine. It's just, it is what it is. Allen Hearns was the yeah. one uh, who started the season awesome and then finally had a bounce back game last week. For seven, He caught seven passes for 112 yards and two touchdowns. And if you just need a guy to catch five passes in 40 yards because you're in a PPR league and you just need to plug and play, I guess Cecil Schwartz is your guy. I guess that's the way it is. Benchwarmers, Blake Bortles. Last week he only threw one interception. Uh, his total QVR over the last three games is 8.4. And just in case you're wondering, 50 is used to describe an average quarterback. Nice. Done. Well, there we go. All done there, Brandon? Yeah, I said done, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, All yeah, right. I'm done, Let's done. Move on. San Francisco 49ers at New Orleans Saints. Great. So San Francisco and New Orleans are both me. Sorry, people. So um, in sad news... Uh, the running back that could have been, Marcus Lattimore, retired from football due to serious knee injuries. I don't know if you guys saw that. It was very sad. Um, But, and you hate to see that before it even gets started, but uh, Colin Kaepernick, this is his last week of being rated high based off of the fact that he's going up against a team that gives up the ninth most points to quarterbacks. It's a terrible week. But this is it, you guys. He has only thrown over 300 yards once, and he averages one turnover a game. He's only rushed for 274 yards on the season, and he has zero rushing touchdowns. It's just not adding up. So this is the last time, but I'm giving it to you one more time. Gut calls. Okay, I don't even want to put Frank Gore in gut calls anymore. I don't know why we have to rank him high. I don't know why the industry ranks him high. I'm... He has only rushed for more than 65 yards twice. He's only 
gotten one rushing touchdown all year. I mean, I think we keep thinking that San Francisco is going to come to their senses and start rushing the ball, but I'm not quite sure that's going to happen. Anquan Bolden. So last week he caught six passes for 93 yards and a touchdown. Um, he's the steadiest player on the team right now. You can say what you want, you can do what you want, but that is the reality of it. And if you need points, go to him. New Orleans gives up the sixth most points to wide receivers. I'm okay with it. Michael Crabtree. The good news is that he caught five passes last week. The bad news is that it only went for 40 yards and he didn't score. So if you're in PPR, I guess it's nine points. If not, you're just sad. I don't know what happened last week. Everyone should have done awesome because St. Louis gave up so many points to wide receivers prior to them, but they just cannot get it together, and I'm not quite sure what's going on. Speaking of not getting it together, bench warmers Vernon Davis. I ranked him number 15. I just dropped him off the map. I was like, you know what? I Done. Okay. I can't. He hasn't amassed more than 30 yards since week two, and he hasn't scored since week one. That means he's had three or less points every week. No. New Orleans Saints. What? Uh, Drew Brees is the number six ranked quarterback. And I I would like to talk to something here, which is stop complaining, everyone. Just, I, (laughs) I, I I mean, no. Well, I just, yeah, okay. Do you know that he's been a top 40 guy, or a top 40 guy, I'm so sorry, a top uh, 15 guy every week but one? Everyone else was like the Russell Wilsons or the whatever. The only people that have been a top 10 guy every week is Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. Everyone else has had bad weeks. So unless you got those two guys, get over it. You have Drew Brees. What are you talking about? Um, Mark Ingram, he's just red hot right now. Red hot. Um, San Francisco gives up the fifth fewest points to running backs, so you can kind of pause a little bit. But, you know, it was the second game in a row with 100-plus yards and a touchdown, so not bad. Kyrie Robinson and Pierre Thomas are still not practicing, so keep with Mark Ingram. And Jimmy Graham, we have him ranked number one this week, but I'm telling you, number one is actually Rob Gronkowski. Just putting that out there, but he's on by. So I love him. He's like, I was like, I was like, you did the ranking. Yeah. yeah, no, 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 no. He's fabulous. Uh, <laughs> he zeroed out that one game, so it brought his averages down <laughs> because he was a decoy. We told you he'd be a decoy because he was hurt. Um, but he scored, you know, a touchdown in the last two games. You feel great. Got calls. None. Why? Because everyone else in the team is on the bench, you guys. Stop playing the wide receiver Russian roulette. Stop with the other running backs. Stop the craziness. Can't take it. Love it. Love it. Tennessee Titans at the Baltimore Ravens. Heartbreak team, guys. I know every week I sit there and just think, why aren't the Tennessee Titans giving the points they should be? Nope. Nope, because there's no <laughs> expectations for the Tennessee Titans. None. None. If they show up, I'm like. Uh, it's so hard. Every uh, like We have to like rotate teams for like ESPN, and I'm like, oh, I haven't talked about the Titans in a while. Still have nothing to say. That's unfortunate. Thank you. Maybe next week. Maybe yeah. next week. All right. Yeah. Well, I do have one play if you got him. Is Delaney Walker. Um, he's coming off a bye week. And he had a good week before the bye week, scoring nine points. He had a bit of a rough patch of three games before that. But he's still the eighth highest scoring tight end, which makes him a must start, even despite the fact that Ravens give up the eighth fewest points. So temper your expectations, but, you know, tight ends are rough. So you got to start him anyway. 
Gut calls, Kendall Wright. Wright has been the most productive wideout on the team. But with that said, he's still inconsistent. And, you know, now he's got to adjust to another quarterback in Zach Mettenberger. So the good news is that they did have the bye week to try to build some rapport. The other good news is that the Ravens give the third most points to wide receivers. So it could be a potentially good week, but proceed with caution. Okay, proceed with caution with Kendall Wright. Bench warmers, shocker of all shockers, Bishop Sankey, people. <laughs> okay. By the way, how many two times reasons. do we have to say? Well, our friend Peter Kimball was talking about how much you hate Bishop Sankey. And he's like, sometimes <laughs> I'm like, gosh, Ashley, I have to play him. I'm sorry. I don't have anyone else. I was like, oh. <laughs> I know, I saw that, Ash, Brandon, you put Bishop Sankey in your lineup, and did you see I, like, smack talk? I was like, Bishop Sankey. <laughs> I was desperate. I, you still play. I was, like, playing Niall Okay, Davis. if you're desperate, okay, yeah, if you're desperate, I get it. I get it. But the problem is these people that are asking us, like, Twitter questions are saying ridiculous stuff, like, who should I play, Mark Ingram or yeah. Bishop Sankey? I was just going to use that exact same example. I think we saw the same tweet. You know, and I'm like, are you, you're crazy. What? Like, it, it's crazy. It's like, I don't know. What do you think? Marshawn Lynch or Trey Mason? I can't. Anyway, I'm benching no. Sankey for two reasons. First, he is Bishop Sankey and he's overrated. He will be a good player. I will say this. <laughs> he will be a good player. So if you're in a dynasty league, I get it. You know, he uh, will be good in that. your lineup at some point. This is not that point. And the second reason, the Ravens give up the fewest points to running backs. So this is not a great week to hope that you drafting him, this is going to be where it's going to pay off. It, it's, just, it's just not going to be the week. So it is what it is. It is what it is. I'm going to start off with the play Miffy Gums for the Baltimore Ravens with my number one guy, Justin Tucker. Yeah. Because, yeah. again, I have all the good kickers. We're going to play a little Justin Tucker. We're going to play the Baltimore's defense. I'm into it. Why not? Owen Daniels. Now, I know that when we saw that touchdown last week go to Gilmore, it was quite upsetting to us all. I get it. I wanted to throw my drink through the TV. Um, But Daniels still got 53 yards with six receptions. So in PPR leagues, that's good. It's great. It's fine. I'm I'm into it. You're going to start him this week. Steve Smith... Senior, you have him ranked 19th. You remember when he used to get yeah, double digit? I like yeah, that a lot better. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that was a long time ago now. It's kind of really unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Now, I just want him to stop using the walker on the field and speed up. Speed up, my friend. Speed up. We're playing you, we're starting you. We need you to separate yourself and catch some balls for some big plays like you did at the beginning of the season. <sighs> I just, he needs to get angry again. He plays out. better when he's angry. I know. Uh, well, he is getting targeted a lot. So you're going to keep starting him if he keeps getting all the targets. If he starts losing his targets again, well, then I can understand if you want to bench him. Mm. Justin Forsett. Forsett is a 10-point kind of running back, yep. isn't he? Love he's just him. a 10-point kind of guy. I'm not mad at that. And this week should be even a little bit better against the Titans. Hopefully they won't fall behind early and abandon the run, um, which I don't think they will. So I'm going to go ahead and start him. I think you should too. Great. Tori Smith. Next week, 
next week, I have Tori Smith and Gut Calls. And next week, I have a feeling I'm going to s- switch senior and junior up. I just, it's going to happen. Because yeah. he's having at least boom weeks, you know? I mean, Tori, he's had his fourth week in double digits in the last six weeks. That's good. Um, as I said, he is a, he is a boomer bust player. He can zero out like he did last week or the week before last. So that is that's the reality of Tory Smith. Joe Flacco, I too have him in gut calls. Flacco had over three hundred yards and two touchdowns last week. He also had an interception, but ended the game up with eighteen fantasy points. So that's not bad at all. If you need somebody to replace your quarterback that's on by, you know, Flacco's not a bad option. He plays well at home, and Tennessee is just an okay defense. They're okay in everything. So, you know, Baltimore can step it up this week. Lorenzo, he is a very Very. risky play, in my opinion. Um, Last week, he was slightly involved in the rushing game with 21 yards and slightly involved in the receiving game with 34 yards. But ended up fumbling the ball. So he got you three points. Um, When you're looking for a guy to pick up and play just for that week, those stats aren't going to impress you. You know, they're just not. Only if you are really desperate can you play Lorenzo and just pray that he gets that touchdown. Yeah. Which is not great for four set owners. Would you play Lorenzo over Bishop? Or Bishop over Lorenzo? I would play Bishop over Lorenzo. It's like Sophie's choice. It is Sophie's choice. I know. I think I used that last night. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, no. I I also would play Bishop. You're welcome, Peter (laughs) Kimball. You know what the good thing about Lorenzo, though, is that Baltimore might have a really good game this week, and therefore, at the end of the game, Lorenzo could see a lot of touches and a lot of junk points. Yeah. So that is an upside for him this week. It's possible. All right, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers at New York Jets. Oh, man. The Steelers are back, guys. Yeah. The Steelers are back. I'm playing Ben. Yeah, you should. You better be playing Ben. This is two weeks yeah. in a row that he was the highest scoring quarterback with, like, crazy high points. It wasn't a 44-point game, but it was 35 points. And he is hitting his stride. He's, like, midseason. He skyrocketed the rings. He's not the third highest scoring quarterback for the season. Do you know that? Yeah. Amazing. It's Crazy. And all signs point to another fantastic week as they're going to be playing the Jets, uh, who give up the most points to quarterbacks. Amazing. The absolute most. So expect big things from Mr. Big Ben again this week. Le'Veon Bell, he is a must-start, as you already know. But what is really interesting about Bell that I looked up this week is that he's a top-five running back, right? But he's actually only rushed for one touchdown this year. All the rest have been from passes. Yeah. Which is really interesting as a rusher, a running back, only one that's technically a rushing one. So he's kind of that perfect new age hybrid running back that is fantastic out of the backfield, that is great in the receiving game. I mean, this makes him a huge commodity. So I love Le'Veon Bell. You should love Le'Veon Bell. He's consistent points. He's solid. Martavius Bryant. Yeah. Love him. Yeah, yeah. We picked him up in the ESPN league. Yeah. Well, he's only played three games, and he has scored five touchdowns in three games. And an average Amazing. of 15 points. It's crazy impressive numbers. Crazy impressive. And Big Ben, Big ben has found this like bright, shiny, new little you know toy that he likes. 
and he's going to continue to go to them. And the Jets' secondary is less than impressive, so Brian's incredible run should continue this week. Same with Antonio Brown. So what's really exciting about Brown is that he's still the workhorse of the team, you know, but now the corners need to focus on Bryant as well, which is good, is freeing up Brown. So you might actually think that, you know, Ben's infatuation with Bryant would be a problem for Brown, but it is actually quite the opposite in working out in Brown's favor because he had the most yards he had all season long this week, and he had the most catches. Winning. Winning. This is fantastic news for Antonio Brown as well. And then Marcus Wheaton, he's done well the last two weeks as well here. So, I mean, I get it that Ben Roethlisberger's been on fire and that everybody's been catching touchdowns. I get it. I get it. But we don't know when Big Ben's going to slow down. Maybe he won't slow down. And Marcus Wheaton is kind of flying under the radar. He's only owned in less than 15% of leagues right now. Wow. Something to think about with a kind of a rough think it up. So, I like him. And while we're there, Heath Miller. Why not? Why not? Even Miller's, he's been, you know, he's been a little all over the board <laughs> this year. Yeah. For sure. Um, he only had one catch for 14 yards last game. But the Jets do give up the second most points to tight ends and 11 touchdowns, which is the most in the league thus far this season. So Ben, I'm going to predict, should be able to find Heath Miller in the end zone this week. Nice. I like it. Bench, I'm benching nobody. They're playing the Jets. The Steelers are on fire. You're playing everybody. Nice. So um, this week... Actually, today, a plane carrying the banner, Fire John Idzik, flew over Jets practice today. So, that's sad. <gasps> oh, nice. Yeah, it's getting brutal over there, people. <laughs> getting brutal. However, <laughs> there are two must-plays. There are two play-em-if-you-got-ems, and their names are Percy Harvin and Eric Decker. Now, I'm going to blow your mind yeah. here. Okay. Last week, Percy Harvin caught 11 passes for 129 yards. Eric Decker caught nine passes for 63 yards and a touchdown. This is while playing on the Jets. This is happening. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. They're still Jets players, it's what you're like saying. Unbelievable. Good. So, listen, Harvin had 13 targets, Decker had 12. They're equal partners. It's fantastic. Play them both every week. Great. Uh, Gut calls. Chris Ivory, Chris Johnson. Chris Ivory imploded last week. It was a tough uh, run defense, but still, it was just a very bizarre, bizarre game. Only rushed for 22 yards. Chris Johnson um, rushed for 69 yards and caught two passes for 32 yards, but I don't think that's going to happen again. They're both kind of... I want them to get back to the ground and pound, and this might be it. Um, because the Steelers give up the 18th most points to running backs, which is middle of the pack, but it's still better than last week. So eh, we'll see. And then bench, I'm putting Michael Vick there. Although if you listen to the buzz around town, people are very high on him. And I don't know why. He he has yet to pass for more than 200 yards. Because it's not Geno Smith. He hasn't even reached 200 yards (laughs) passing in a game. Um, I know. He's only passed for one touchdown. He hasn't rushed for a touchdown. Uh, it's bad. I don't understand. So we're, we're ranking him 26, and we're standing by it. That's right. Yep. That's right. I like that, Brandon. We have the Atlanta Falcons at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I have both of these showstoppers right here Woof. to discuss. Nice. Yes. 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 We'll start with the Falcons. <laughs> Julio, Julio Julio Jones 
It's hard for me to actually say that he's a must-start right now because he actually has not been playing that great the last few weeks. Yes, he had a bye last week, but prior to that, he was also not doing great. (laughs) But... (laughs) <laughs> like yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Last he was really yeah. bad. Woof, terrible. Bad. I'm aware he had a buy. I'm saying prior <laughs> to the buy, he was still not great. But he's kind of in this five point range right now, which is we were expecting higher numbers from Julio. But with that said, he is still the 14th highest scoring wide receiver this season, which means that you still need to start him in your wide re- wide receiver two slot. So, kind of is what it is. And the Bucks defense isn't great, so you can feel a little better about that. My gut calls is Matt Ryan. You are not considering Matt Ryan unless you are in a 14-team league. Um, he's been consistently just okay. Like, he hasn't been bad, and yeah. he hasn't been great. He's just been kind of this middle-of-the-pack quarterback, which was not what we were expecting. He's averaging about 16.6 points. You know, and if, if you took out the two good games that he had, he's actually at the 13-point range. Again, not awful, not losing you your game. But he's also not winning you your matchup either. So, again, I'm only saying that he's a gut call if you are in a 14-team league. Certainly not if you're in a, you know, 8, 10, or 12 league. Not You're not even thinking about it. Steven Jackson also a gut call. There are some decent running backs out on bye this week, such as Bradshaw, Foster, and Morris. Yeah. So that is the only reason why I'm throwing Steven Jackson in this gut call <laughs> section. Because he might come in handy for you. The thing about Steven Jackson is it's this, like, picture-perfect nightmare of a fantasy running back because his inconsistency and the fact that, you know, he gets the bulk of the workload, but the Bucks line is, you know, nothing to write home about, but he still has not been super productive other than last week, not sorry, last week, week prior to the bye, which he had 12 (laughs) points. So there's a chance because the Bucks really bad line, but again, temper your expectations, but you probably need to use somebody like Steven Jackson to fill the void. Bench, Anton Smith. Mm. I feel defeated when it comes to Anton Smith. He's not getting a chance. He's not. And I've given up hope that the Falcons will use him more, despite the fact that he actually has the most fantasy points of any of the Falcons running backs. But he has to be benched now. As his last two games, he only produced one point combined. So his hot streak is over. The Falcons still refuse to use him. They still refuse to increase his production. So he pretty much at this point, honestly, needs to be dropped from your entire team because we're entering... Yeah. The last few weeks before the playoffs kind of come up here, and you can't have dead weight like that on your team because there's literally no chance of him seeing more touches. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. So you got to drop him. Tampa Bay, Bobby Rainey. He'd be a fantastic pickup for you if you have not already picked him. Got up. him. With Doug Martin out, mm-hmm. yeah, Rainey's you know taking the whole of the reins here with the run. He rushed for 87 yards. He had 19 touches. He scored 11 points last week. Um you know, and get even more excited this week because the Falcons give up the most points to rushers. So this is the best possible matchup week you could have with him. I understand that Charles Sims might get some looks, but don't let that fool you. Rainey is still the featured back right now, so don't like hop on this like Charles Sims train and be this is like, me getting Ooh, excited. Charles Sims." You should also keep those uh, excited little fingers out for uh, Mike Evans. Woo! But what are we going to do Evans. now during that quarterback yeah, change? Yeah, second. It's awful. I mean, is he going to be the same with Josh McCown? There. I mean, you know, I think that he's proven himself, and I think that he's getting comfortable as a rookie and his routes is getting more comfortable with the offense. I don't, I'm not as concerned with the quarterback change. I'm not even addressing the quarterback change because you're not playing. You weren't playing Glennon, and you're not going to yeah. play McCown. So, but I still think Mike Evans is a legit pickup. Last week in particular, he had, you know, two touchdowns at 124 yards for 24 points. 
don't expect another 24-point game, especially with the quarterback change. But, you know, he was finding success downfield with Glennon. I think McCown could see something similar. You know, and so we'll see what kind of what happens here. And I'm not convinced that McCown's going to be the starter, to be honest with you. But Well, he is this week. We'll they see. announced it, right? Yeah, but I'm not convinced, like, moving down the road here he's going to be. Well, I hate quarterback controversies. I am on record, and I will stand by that. Just stick with the people. Stick with them. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, McLennan was doing okay, so, you know. Between that and Fitzgerald losing his job, I'm very cranky today. <laughs> Vincent Jackson. Owners have not been happy with him. And rightfully so. So he's been very consistent over the last few years, but this year he's been nothing but hot and cold. Uh, he, you know, it, he was a bit better last week, and, you know, and he's got a favorable matchup with Atlanta, who give the ninth points to opposing ride receivers. So keep your fingers crossed if you are a Jackson owner. But um, if this season has taught you anything, it's uh, you certainly can't expect big numbers. You just have to be thankful if he puts them up for you. My bench is Charles Sims. Sims has yet to play, so there's absolutely no reason why you should think about playing him, for to be honest. Is he talented? Yes. But he is still a rookie who has yet to see the NFL field. So let's drop the Sims talk for now. Love Done. it. Done. I'm into it, Ashley. You know what? I'm just going to let you keep going because it's the Denver yeah. Broncos, the Oakland Raiders. Broncos. Broncos. What will happen? You're obviously playing Peyton Manning. Although, can we just say last week's game was so like distressing? I didn't even. Ugh. I didn't think it was that, that bad. Is... I pencil. I penciled in. <laughs> I penciled in these losses, Seattle and New England, and I feel like if no, I agree. I thought we were gonna lose. Everyone's like, "Are we gonna win no. this game?" And I was like, "No." I didn't think they'd win anyway. We're not gonna win in Foxborough. He still no threw for over four hundred yards. It's not like he. Stunk it up. He wasn't fabulous, like winning fabulous, obviously, because they didn't win. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I, well, I, I, I guess, gosh, you know, the NFL is so even now that I don't get as upset about a loss. Remember back in the day when you'd be like, right. "What a loss!" Ah! Now I'm just kind of like, eh. <laughs> I actually, this sounds terrible, and I said it to a lot of friends because obviously we're Broncos fans, and they looked at me like I was crazy. Not rule, not out either. But I was like, <laughs> I kind of hope we do lose yeah. this game because I'm, I feel very confident that we're going to see them in the AFC Championship, and it's so hard to beat a team twice in one year. It's so yeah, hard. Patriots, you hear that? So I, yeah, so I would much <laughs> rather lose now than that. And, of course, I had my friends send me, like, this article, cold hard facts about how, you know, Brady's better than... Yeah, Mannings, and I'm just like, come on, come on. That could be a whole other show. Maybe we should have that as a show well, one day. Yeah, we'll like, who's hotter, Marilyn Monroe or Sophia Loren? How can you choose? But this was like trying to say it was all statistical. And my least thing that makes me most angry is you know, like, well, I mean, Brady's had to play the elements, and uh, Manning's been a dome. And I'm like, first of all. You're on the road half the season, and I'm pretty sure that Manning's best statistical season came when he was in Denver, when he's not in a dome. So let's drop that argument. And then it said to sorry, I'm going off on a rant here, <laughs> that uh, <laughs> that Brady's had absolutely no offensive weapons. Yet, the very next point was that 
they have the best offensive team in history or whatever. And I'm like, it is literally impossible to say you have no offensive weapons and then back it up by saying that they have the strongest offensive team of all time. I'm like, that's this this is the stupidest argument. It's clearly the Oakland Raiders that has the best offensive team. I mean, duh. Clearly. Clearly. Anyway, we're going to get back to this. Here. You're obviously playing Peyton, you're playing Emmanuel Sanders, you're playing Demarius Thomas, and you're playing yes, Julius Thomas. Givens. Ronnie Hillman. So there was some concern over Hillman's injury that he would not be used that much last week. Um, clearly that was not the case. He was the eighth highest scoring back and um, has now scored an average of 15 points per game. His status is a little murky with the possible return of Monty Ball. Um, but Hillman, to me, has proved to be the more consistent back and the better ball handler. But you never know what an organization is going to do. So check your reports prior to the game uh, to make sure that you know you don't have an issue on your hands. Denver Broncos defense. I'm also saying play them. Why? Because we're playing the Raiders. Yes, last week was brutal with negative one score. But this week should be vastly different again because you're playing the Raiders who give up the fifth most points to defenses. And quite honestly, the Broncos defense is really good. The toughest part of their schedule is over at this point. So you can feel a lot better about the Broncos moving forward. My gut calls... None. My bench is any Bronco running back not named Ronnie Hillman at the moment. Uh, you know, one week is Jawan Thompson. Next week is C.J. Anderson. Right. They're yeah. getting about equal touches. You're not really sure who's going to be the one that's kind of coming in to relieve that week. So if even if you're desperate, they're not the ones to, to go for. Go for Bishop over these guys. <laughs> ah. Wink. Wow. Love Wink. it. Yeah. I love they're it. My de- they're my desperate guys. And Wes Welker. Uh, if you needed a reason to to bench Wes Welker, he's still suffering from um, the bit of the back injury that he suffered last week, and he's averaging less than four catches a game. So you you just cannot continue to play Wes Welker. It's sad. Oakland Raiders play me if you got him. I actually got one this week. I'm very excited about it. It's a different one. I don't even know if I've ever talked about him, but Michael Rivera. Yeah. He's the tight end, and I'm into him. I mean, no, he's not Jimmy Graham. But he's been doing okay. I like him. With six teams on by, I mean, give me a break. We're talking about tight ends here. Any points yep. is, a, is winning. So, Rivera had seven receptions for 83 yards two weeks ago. And last week, he had eight receptions for 38 yards and two touchdowns. So, even in a PPR league, he's still getting you some points. So, I'm into it. He's seen a lot of targets. Down. And Denver gives up the seventh most fantasy points to tight ends, so not a bad play at all. Mm-hmm. Gut calls, I have Darren McFadden. Now, you are really stretching here if you're playing McFadden. I mean, really stre- stretching. He has had six fantasy points in both showings the last two weeks and is going up against Denver that gives up the ninth fewest fantasy points to running backs. It's not, it's not looking great. This will most likely be a one-sided game, so this is where his upside comes, or his downside comes as well, is that, you know, they're going to abandon the run. But they might give, up, give it to him on the one-yard line if they can get to the one-yard line because yeah. they have yet to really show consistency with the receivers and the quarterback. So he might get a touchdown. I love it. That ain't bad, so let's do it. Bench warmers, Derek Carr. It just It's a very inexperienced quarterback receiving core together. I mean, James Jones is old and just can't get it together. 
James um, Jones is old. I can't get it together. Well, Holmes and Jones, I have both in bench as well. And the only way you're going to play them is, you know, if you're hoping for some junk points at the end of the game. That's it. Because both are so boom and bust, it's really hard to trust either one of them. The Broncos have three great corners to protect them. And I just don't see them breaking off to give you those points that you're hoping for this week. That's it. If you have to choose one over the other, I'm, I'm going Holmes. But. And Maurice Jones-Drew, I just wanted to say his name. Oh, that's nice. Help. I know. It's fun. I miss him. Um, St. Louis Rams, the Arizona Cardinals. This one could actually be an interesting Very game. Just going to say it. Um, Plenty got Gottams. No one. No Sorry. one. Uh, got calls. I've only got one. And it's the Rams' defense. So... Is it possible the Rams' defense might be making a comeback? Possibly. I mean, they did score 17 points against the Niners. Um, they have had 10 sacks in the last two games, which is also yeah. encouraging. But, you know, let's take a moment, pause here, and you know, realize that they are playing the Cardinals. So you probably should keep them on the bench. But who else am I going to possibly talk about in the gut call section for the Rams? Got to throw someone in there. In all seriousness, they're, they're starting to consider because they are playing hot right now, but again, Cardinals. Uh, bench, Kenny Britt. If Kenny Britt would not have scored a touchdown, he would have put up a whopping three points, and he was the highest scoring receiver from the mm. Rams. Um, I just want, I'm always going to be talking about it because I don't want you to look at the rankings and think this was a usual performance with his nine points. Kenny Britt is too risky to consider playing. Okay. Um, and then Trey Mason. We've got workload consistency has not exactly been uh, the name of the yeah. game in St. Louis at all. So in week seven, he had 18 touches. In week eight, he rolls in and gets seven touches. And then last week, he had 19 touches. So he's doing this kind of like on and off thing here. Again, you're not really quite sure who's going to get the bulk of the touches. Um, but even with those 19 touches, he still was only able to get six points. So that's also a bit concerning. So again... You're not really knowing what that snap count's going to look like for him. So if you have a better option elsewhere, I would recommend that you use it. That's it. That's, That's, it. That's all she wrote. Mm. That's all I wrote. The Arizona Cardinals. Play him if you got him. Carson Palmer. What? Fourth ranked quarterback? Okay. All right. The Rams are not known for stopping the quarterback, and Palmer has been playing pretty well since he returned, right? Last week he had 249 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. You know, Palmer most likely isn't going to blow up, but he's going to have a good game. 18 points. He's not going to boom, Courtney? He's not going to boom, but I definitely he's not going to be a bust kind of quarterback either, so I'm into him. I like Palmer. Arizona Cardinals defense, yes, we have him ranked fourth. The kicker, Chandler, we have him ranked fifth. Andre Ellington, we have him ranked sixth. All these guys are in the top ten. It's crazy. Um, Ellington had almost 20 fantasy points last week. Awesome. This is the fifth game of the year with double digits in his third game over 15 fantasy points. This is a tough matchup. They are, you know, St. Louis is good against the run, but I really like him regardless. We're going to play Andre Ellington. And because we're playing against the Rams, I'm going to put Larry Fitzgerald and Michael Floyd. Uh. <laughs> and stardom because it's it's the Rams and you know that Floyd's just gonna have a huge game if you don't play him. I'm not playing him. Okay, I am playing. Him. Uh. I've taken him in and out of my lineup like four times. 
I can't do it. Like, I bench him, and then I'm like, okay, you have to play. No, I'm going to bench you. It's like, it, it's, it's constant in my head. It's not, it's not healthy. But, listen, they are very inconsistent players, but it's the Rams. I like the matchup a lot. Gut calls none. Bench warmers, the tight end. No name needed. We have the New York Giants, the Seattle Seahawks. Okay, Giants, play them if you got them. Hey, Larry got a touchdown last week. Winnie. Your husband almost beat me. I know. I know. He had like, like yeah, point. it was like the last moment. That's who my husband had left was Larry. And all he needed was like, what, one more point? Uh, yeah, just one. Yeah, yeah. And Larry didn't pull Less it than off, one. I've, but, I'm going to be a little more for one. But yeah, I mean, he did get a touchdown, 25 yards. So I like him this week too. Seattle struggles protecting the tight ends. It's the only position that they struggle doing. So you might find the end zone again this week. I have Odell Beckham Jr., and play him if you got him. Beckham had 156 yards last week and a blowout. I mean, Indianapolis blew the Giants out if you didn't catch it. Um, you know, this is not the best matchup against Seattle's corners, but Beckham has speed. That man's got, you know, he can break away and, and make big plays. Crazy, crazy hands. hands. Crazy hands. Did you see crazy his hands. pregame warm-up where he's doing, like, oh my God, the one the one-handed catch with, like, the crazy, like, whip motion? And his hair is Fabulous too. I mean, best hair in the NFL. I mean, other than other than Andrew Luck's neck, he's got the best hair. <laughs> Gut calls Andre Williams. Ooh, you never know which Giants team's gonna be showing up. It's just how it rolls. Or which Williams is gonna be showing up. Last week he got double digits, and that that's good. Um, but that's because he only found the end zone. The two games before that, he had five fantasy points. So. It's not my favorite, but again, everybody's on bye. And if you're in a really, really deep link and you're looking for somebody to play, Peyton Hillis didn't look bad last week, right? Yeah. He didn't look that bad. He got some love. Yeah, I'm not upset with him. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be great, but it's better than zeroing out. So seven points isn't awful. I'm down. Ruben Randall, he has yet to break through nine fantasy points. He saw 11 targets last week, but he only caught four of them for 49 yards. That's bad. If four points is enough for you, then play him, but not enough for me. Not risking that one. And Eli Manning, we got to bench him. Seattle gives up the seventh fewest points to quarterbacks, and it's Eli, and he's inconsistent. He had good games. He had bad games, but I would try to find somebody with a better matchup. That's, that's the deal. That's the deal? That's the deal. Seattle Seahawks. Here we go. Play them if you got them. Get to Brandon's notes. So Brandon uh, has had some issues with the her internet. So she dropped off the call. But who she's playing is Marshawn Lynch. Hmm. Number three ranked running back. Yeah, so... You know, the Giants got the eighth most points to running backs, so look for some more uh, gooey fantasy goodness. I like from that. From Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, I like that too. He's going nice to boom note. gooey on you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Just because Brandon's offline, I can I was say like, that. It's only because Brandon's not on, because Brandon would be glaring you down right now. I'm so glad you said it, not me, because I'm always the one that gets the hate looks. Shh, people listening don't. Tweet that. 
gooey fantasy goodness. It's so good. Yeah. Who else? Well, well, Who hopefully, else? Hopefully, you from Russell Wilson is too. So after starting <laughs> the season red hot, Wilson's last two games have disappointed their owners. So hopefully, this doesn't mean that the defenses have figured him out. It's possible. But, you know, last week he only passed for 179 yards, no touchdowns. But the Giants do give up the 13th most points to quarterbacks. So there is hope there. And then Seattle defense is right number five this week. Um, you want to play the defense against the Giants. It just makes sense. Go for it. I don't know why you wouldn't. Um, and then Stephen Hauschka. Start him as well, the kicker. Again, we give kickers love here, so why not? Yes, we do. Yeah. Gut calls. Doug Baldwin. So Baldwin suffered a groin injury last week and didn't practice today. Um, so you can only trust him in a PPR league. Last week he caught five passes for 38 yards, which is, you know, not ideal. But the good is that the, since per- Percy Harvin's departure, he's caught at least five passes. So there is opportunity for him for some growth there and that he is kind of the go-to guy at the moment. As go-to as any Seattle receiver could be, I suppose. Sure. Bench is everybody else. Uh, you know, don't try to play the guessing game and no no one trusts tight ends no one else huh no wow that's what she's got the seattle seahawks man i feel like what a different year but they downward spiral right now right but like yeah i feel like they're still playing really well does that make sense i don't know i feel like they're still a good team but man they're just not winning not winning all right, we got the Chicago Bears at the Green Bay Packers. Chicago Bears. You know, Green Bay gives up the 20th most fantasy points to quarterbacks. That's, you know, that is what it is. Yeah. Um, but here we're going to do. We're going to play. We're going to play Matt Forte. We got him ranked second. Hey, why not? I like him. You know, last week he had a hun- or the week before his bye, he had 114 yards and a two-point conversion. Um which is probably the best out of anybody else in Chicago when they got blown out by New England. Um, let's see her. Jay Cutler, we have him ranked ninth. Wow, there's a lot of teams on by. Although, <laughs> right. he is, he's yeah. too is a boomer bust player. A lot, the week before by, he got 21.5 fantasy points. But the week before that, he got 7.9. So, play him. Just know that, you know, that's going to be a little dicey. Brandon Marshall, obviously, we're always playing Brandon Marshall. Alshon Jeffrey, we too are playing them. And Martellus Bennett, we have him ranked second playing him. Both him, Bennett, and Marshall are probable, um, but they're going to play. We're playing against Green Bay. This is, like, one of the best games. Um, And you're going to bench Chicago's defense because we're playing against Aaron Rodgers and Jordy Nelson. Like, Jordy Nelson's demand. Right? So, that's my feeling. Ashley, what do you think about the Green Bay Packers? So, Chicago is at the fourth most points to quarterbacks. Um, and 20th most points to running backs. 16th most points to wide receivers. And the absolute most points to tight ends. They're really good. So, they're really, <laughs> they're really, really good. good. <laughs> so, what does this mean? This means all good things for the Packers, right? So, Jordy Nelson... Um, you're playing him, obviously. And then we've got Eddie Lacy. We've got him ranked 11th. Eddie Lacy's been kind of one of those like up and down players. People have been, had some pretty polarizing feelings about him. But the reality is you have to play him. He's just 
he's still well, a yeah. cutback. You know, in week eight and seven, before they're, you know, they're by, they, he got double digits. You know, he had 18 points um, in week eight against New Orleans, so let's do it. Yeah. And then Aaron Rodgers, number range quarterback. His hamstring is fine, so don't worry about that. Again, it's Aaron Rodgers, and like we said, the Bears are terrible in terms of defending the quarterback. So Aaron Rodgers should have a nice little field day, so I, I, I feel good about that. Got calls with Green Bay defense. Um, I do think the Bears have a bit of a bounce back. We've got them ranked 12th, so they're kind of on the cusp there, depending on the size of your league. Um this game's going to really be – I think this game's going to be competitive. At least I hope so. I hope Cutler comes in and plays. I think it's going to be competitive as well, so that's why I don't love the defensive start. Or Andrew this could Corliss. be the week that Cutler falls down and says he's hurt. This could be the week, too. You, nev- you never know. There's always a possibility. But he's been doing you know pretty well this season in terms of sticking with it. Yes. So we'll see. Um, again, they give up a lot of points to the uh, tight ends. So Andrew Corliss and Richard Rogers even ranked 18th and 36th. So obviously Rogers is not a high rank, nor is Corliss. What did we say they give up? The 17th most points to tight ends? They're kind of a middle-of-the-pack team there. Something to think about, but you've got better options. As sad as so that they is, give the absolute most options. points to tight ends. Oh, yeah, I looked up at the Bears. Sorry. Yes, they give the absolute <laughs> most points to yeah. tight ends. Yeah, so... That's... And even then, I still don't love either no, of these options. it's not the best. So, Devontae Adams is another boomer bust player. We have him ranked 43rd. I think he'll actually do pretty well this week. So, think about him, and then James Starks is another option. Um, we have him ranked number 40, because he's been kind of coming in on some goal line looks because of Eddie Lacy. Um, so, he's one of those players that if you are in a little bit of a bye week situation and you take a flyer on somebody, he's a good option because he does at least receive touches, consistent touches throughout the game. Yeah, I mean, he he consistently gets you seven fantasy points. The last four games, he's gotten you seven fantasy points. Yeah. I mean, you can't so, be upset about that. No, not He's absolutely consistent. Not. I mean, he's yeah. not that starting back, but he's a fantastic flex option. Yeah. Or if you need to, you're RB2. Yeah, his production's pretty consistent his targets yeah are all over the place i mean three four eight one nine i mean that's that's why it's hard to play somebody like Devonte is because you just don't know how they're going to use him but i suppose i mean as long as he gets in the end zone if he's going to get that one target then i'm okay with that one target yeah all right Carolina Panthers, the Philadelphia Eagles. Carolina Panthers, play them if you got them. Oof, man. What is going on with Cam Newton? Can we just talk about it? Yes. <laughs> what is going on with Cam Newton? It's, like, so frustrating. But anyways, we've got Calvin Benjamin, 12th. We have him play him if you got him. Why can he not catch the ball in the end zone, though? Why? Why is this happening? It's like the second week he's done it. He still is the only receiver for Carolina, so he has to be playing. You have to play him, and he has huge upside. I mean, he's great. Philly also gives up the fourth most fantasy points to wide receivers, so just play him. So Cam's is a tough call. Um, We have him ranked seventh, and um, he should be that good, right? I mean, he should, but he just... You would think so, but I don't know what his... Yeah, I just don't know what his deal is. You can't not play him, though. No, you can't. He's had no touchdowns in the last two games and has had an interception in the last five games. So that's a fun stat for you to think about. 
<laughs> um, or not think about because you want to cry not. yourself to sleep. Because this is a great matchup. Yeah, this, exactly. Yeah, this is a great matchup against Philly. He goes at the fourth most fantasy points to quarterbacks. So, you know, Newton has only had one great game and one okay game this season. Really. Like, that's bananas. He's always finished in the top four quarterbacks in every year he's played in the NFL. And he is imploding. It's yeah, it's just, it's crazy. It's, uh, there's something going on. Um, but I'm just, uh, just so you guys all know, I'm playing New- Newton this week. So let's all pray to the fantasy gods that uh, Cammy has a good game. I need it. Start praying. Praying, a lot of praying. Greg Olson, we have him ranked four, fourth. Excuse me. Olsen has struggled the last two weeks with only four catches in total for 50, 46 yards. Bananas. It doesn't help, and the quarterback has been struggling too. So let's not just put the blame on Olsen. He's been doing a lot of blocking and whatnot. But Philadelphia gives up the fewest fantasy points to tight ends. Not seeing him having, like, a huge bounce-back week. That's why he's in gut calls. But we have him ranked fourth, and he's Greg Olsen. So most likely you're playing him. Yeah. You know who you're benching is all the running backs. Just all of them. <laughs> Jonathan always, always Stewart, D'Angelo Williams. I just can't support these guys. I would rather start Bishop Sankey. Ooh, Ooh. I would too. I would too, Courtney. Yes, right? It's a Bishop uh. Sankey kind of week, people. It's what it is. What can we say? I think that's the barometer is like just how much you don't want to start someone as well. Right. I think I'd even play Bishop over him. It's so bad. So bad. I would even play Bishop over him. It's really bad. Philadelphia Eagles. Carolina's defense is not so good this year. Not so good. It's really sad. They just lost it. They just lost their mojo. They give up the eighth most points to quarterbacks. That's not good. The third, third most yeah. to running backs. Yeah. Eighth to wide receivers. And then it's not the, pretty. And then they're okay with de- tight ends and defenses, but, you know, it's the Eagles, so that doesn't really matter. Um, McCoy's coming back on right now, though. So, I mean, he scored 11 points last week and nine, week, nine points the week before that, um, which is better than what we were seeing beforehand. So, you know... We have him right number five, so you got to play him. Macklin's a beast. A beast. 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 27 points last week, 30 the week before that. He's just, he's on fire right now. On fire. The, he looks great. He's really stepped into that role. I mean, you can see now why it is that they felt comfortable getting rid of Deshaun Jackson to have Macklin kind of be the guy. 27 like fantasy points with Mark Sanchez as your quarterback. Amazing. Mark didn't play that bad. Mark didn't play that bad, right? Marky Mark did not play that bad. Yeah, we've got him ranked 13th. So if you're in a 14-team league, you're playing him this week. He's in our gut call section. Uh, so last week was kind of like the week of like backup quarterbacks coming in. Sure. And doing pretty well. So, you know, I like that. Darren Sproles got ranked 28th. Um, he's just playing okay. Nothing fantastic, really. I mean... What, no well, he just he him. just got back. I mean, from an injury. So I mean, we'll, I mean, yeah. And he only had seven touches last week after sitting out for the injury. So I mean, they're working him back in. So again, that's why he's kind of in this gut call section. Uh, Jordan Matthews, someone to think about though. With forty, we got ranked forty fourth in the wide receivers. He's he's pretty low on that list for me. If if you need someone, 
Yeah, yeah, but you're right. But they give up the eighth most fans, most, most points to wide receivers. So if you need to reach, Matthews might be your guy this week. It's not a bad reach. No. It really isn't. No. Um, but it's someone to think about. And again, do they are having an extra week of practice with Mark Sanchez as well, you know, so that helps too. And then bench Zach Ertz. Gosh. I'm a little sad. Brandon said you had a whole rant prepared. I know. To try to show up with Zach Ertz. I'm a little bummed about it. Yeah. With you. Um, but yeah, I mean, he really has not been as productive as he, there's a lot of hype and he came out really hot and heavy and then it's just been kind of like, wah, wah. Oh my gosh, he's the worst. Yeah, you're right. He had thir- over 13 points the first week and then yep. eight points. You're like, okay. You're like, all right, all right. Then one point, then two points, then three points. I mean, we're going in the right direction here, but not very quickly. And then in week six, <laughs> yeah. he has another good game with over 10 points. And then, bam, goes on by, comes back, four points, and then point four. One reception for four yards. What? Not okay. Not okay. No. Uh, no, Ertz. And it's tight ends we're talking about, people. Our standards are very low for tight ends. Very low. Very, very low. Very low. And he just can't get it together. Macklin and McCoy. That's what you're looking for this week from them. It's exciting. I'm really excited for Macklin. I'm happy he's doing so well. Unfortunately, I don't have him in any of my fantasy leagues. My bad. But I'm still excited for him. Yeah, it's good. It's wonderful. Well, guys, again, we're going to, we're all, uh, Ashley and I are going down to New York City. We're going to be on SiriusXM Fantasy Funhouse um, on Friday morning. So check us out there, and then we'll be on DirecTV's Fantasy Channel. Um, we're very excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. You can always find us at HerFantasyFootball.com for our rankings and write-ups, or on ESPNW for our short little video and our 10 predictions. Also, make sure you chat with us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. We love you guys. Hope you all have a great week 10 with six teams on by. I know everybody needs luck. So good luck. Have fun and win. Till next week, no more faking it.